Welcome to episode number 59. 59. <laughs> yeah. It's only 10 away. From, from that one. 59 plus 10. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're back. Oh, man. Dude, that's awesome. First thing I see is, wonder if Legat finally got their account compromised, or did he really just go all Britney on the cyber web from, from Nikita? <laughs> Sorry, I did actually want to say that. The Exotic Liability is brought to you by Legat Security. <laughs> yeah, sponsored by Legat Security. <laughs> Somehow I don't think that'll be happening. Why not? Dude, imagine if he sponsored us. That'd be fucking hilarious. That would be the best. Happen. Even if he gave us like a quarter, I would give him an entire show. <laughs> Well, and then on top of Fuck, that, you know, then, right then, he could, then he can make a press release about it. I know. Kind of like his hacker gear online thing. We could be his students. Which I'm looking at this. This is Maybe we could be like his Padawan learners or something. This is like really horrible shit. I could have that big motherfucker sit on my shoulders and be like, the box you will hack, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Scanning ports you will. That reminds me. <laughs> you know, so speaking like, of Star Wars. So did you see that... Um, cunt. <laughs> WickedLasers.com? No. Okay, so if you're, it's a great fucking site, but they right? actually have a one watt blue laser. Really? For like 170 bucks. Oh, yeah, I need that. And it actually comes with a pair of goggles you have to wear when you use it. Because <laughs> on the side. <laughs> It's That's fucking, sweet. It's like, warning, this can cause blindness, start People fires, totally you can fucked. burn people's skin. It's the, uh, hold on, I'm pulling up right now. The Spider 3 Pro Arctic series. Holy it shit. It comes with. Safety goggles. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, All right. Warning: extremely dangerous and it is an understatement to the power of one watt of laser power. It will blind permanently and instantly, and set fire quickly to skin and other body parts. Use with extreme caution. Oh, we can just buy that, and only with the included eye protection. Oh, that's awesome. Customers will be com- required. Here's the requirement. Yeah. You have to read completely and agree to our Class Four laser hazard acknowledgement form, nice. which. You know, click. Yeah, you're all agreed. Sure. Damn. I do that all the time every time I install Windows. <laughs> I do that every time I install everything. Yes, of <laughs> course you can steal all my data. I don't give a fuck. Get through the install. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't 170 It's $197.97. Please donate. But Please whole, donate now. EL needs fucking lasers. <laughs> all right? Fuck, yeah. Please. God, I don't care. We I could don't. kill the fucking pterodactyl. Oh, God. Fuck you. <laughs> Ah! Oh, dude. <laughs> Chasing it in the air, watching its little feathers on fire. Suddenly it's not invisible anymore. It's bright fucking then blue. We'll have <laughs> on our ass. That's all we need. Oh, I'm surprised they're not already on our ass. I, you know what? It, oh, wait. I know why. We should go all have, fucking... Like, ten listeners. We should go all fucking Joe Namath, and we should do like a, like a DEF CON podcast. Oh. No, <laughs> with a big fur coat. We should both have big pimp fur coats and do a narcissistic vulnerability pimp episode and wear fucking fur <laughs> coats and see if Pete will throw paint on us. Oh, maybe we could. That maybe would be, I would. That, that would be awesome. Red pita paint. Pita paint. But yeah, so this laser actually looks like, I mean, it's about, about as close as I've ever seen to an actual lightsaber. That's like the, so the cool. The whole casing and everything is all fucking slicked out. That's really fucking neat. Like, Comes with a rechargeable battery. Really? Lasts 120 minutes of charge. Oh, man. Not if, not if you're burning people's fucking retina. Oh, All you have to fuck. do is one shot, one kill. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's only a couple of seconds. <laughs> Sign up, bitch. <laughs> Yo, hey, dude, look at the... St- oh, God, I'm blind forever. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not really sure like what exact use, legitimate use this would have. <laughs> but it's fucking cool. 
It's made out of aircraft-grade aluminum. Mil-spec Type 3 hard anodized in black laser finish. That's it's really freaking sweet awesome. Looking. I, my phone's like all the way over here, so I don't know what the polling sound's coming from. It's not me. I'm on Verizon. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm good, I think. Hey! Hey, we have a phone call. But it's the wrong number to call in. Uh, it's Carlos. Uh, we were talking it's about... the wrong number to call in? Well, it was, was my laptop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he was so he was calling in because we were talking about the pen testing summit. He just got back from the uh, Sands pen testing summit, and I was oh, like, cool. "Dude, I want to know about that." So I asked him to just uh, ring in on the show nice. and tell us about it because I don't know shit about what went on. I, I saw some like random tweets about it here and there, but haven't heard much outside of that. Now he's calling your phone. Yeah. Fuck, man. Wow, he's calling all of the wrong numbers. Holy shit, everything's blowing up except the right one. You're almost there, dude. You're almost there. <laughs> this is what they learned at the pen testing summit. Call every fucking number. You know what? Fuck, fuck testing one box. Test every goddamn box. Um, I have to admit, so I'm looking at like at Twitter right now, and the second to last one is the worst thing in the world is when someone else claims your hard work for theirs. What? Yeah. So like reading back. Did he just his, say that? Yeah, he did, which I thought was amusing since most of his... Lessons. Isn't the whole, like, attrition page dedicated to his plagiarism? There, there is a page about him, yeah, on attrition. Didn't, uh, I think CSO did one, too. Was it about his plagiarism, or was it, like, yeah, kissing Yeah, all his about ass? his plagiarism. Oh. I give CSO props. They, they actually cover, like, good shit, and they're not lying most of the time. I mean, they're not, like, all media. It, it actually covers some decent shit. I mean, so does Dark Reading. They do the same thing. You know, I mean, I, 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 I not to say trust any news source, but, uh, they're, they're at least a little bit better than, uh, you know, whatever, Carlos Atlanta. Right yes, he's calling in. Woo! Hey, dude. Hey. Sorry about that. I, I didn't make it specific enough. But obviously you learned shit at the pen testing summit because, like, all of our lines blew up at once on, like, all of our phones. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, doing good. Long trip. Where, uh, where was it? Where was the pen testing summit? Uh, it was in Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. In the Baltimore Hilton. Wow, so they had to do it in a city where there's absolutely nothing, nothing fucking else going on yeah. so that people stayed? <laughs> well, in, in fact, I, I was surprised there were, like, other four conferences going on at the same time. Really? Uh, from different federal agencies and DOD. I think it was even one from the Navy over there. Yeah, wow. they're not allowed to have conferences in Arizona anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll start arresting people, especially yeah. me. <laughs> they're like, all right, you're brown, go home. Yeah, we'll go, well, you have an accent, what's your name? Carlos. Can I see okay, your papers, Carlos? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like the Puerto Rican that the uh, Chicago PD tried to, uh, they took a, a Puerto Rican over to NIS and said, oh, he's an, he's, uh, an illegal here and you're going, no, Puerto Ricans are your citizens. <laughs> oh, wow, fuck, that's awesome. Good job yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, most m most people in Puerto Rico definitely crest the like 30 or 40 percent of the states, which I would automatically disown. You know, like I would definitely <laughs> sub one of the like major 49s for Puerto Rico any day. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get rid of Idaho? 
Oh, well, I mean, they have good food and, you they know, potatoes. the chicks are pretty. Well, screw Idaho and bring in Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, they got potatoes. They got you should start plantains. An, you should start an internet pet, uh, it's petition. A, it's a new petition. Yeah. Fuck Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Replace that. Annex those motherfuckers. <laughs> in fact, I think uh, it's running right now in Congress. I think they're running some stuff trying to decide if we're going to get a uh, referendum to vote. If really? you want to be a state or not. Yeah. But but you're still not going to get a star? Those bastards. No. <laughs> They're like, we're not changing well, the flags. give them a star. They give Guam a star. I mean, fuck, man. I know. And Canada. <laughs> 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 well, while we're at it, might as well just throw one in there for Mexico, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a couple other ones. So, um, dude, tell me about the, the pen testing summit. I only saw some, like, limited stuff about it, and I, I really want to know what went on out there, because... Every every year, I I haven't been able to go, and I always hear really good things. So what what went on? Oh, in, in fact, the Pentas Summit was pretty good. In fact, Ed Scotus uh, was the one who organized it for Sands, and he got a bunch of people in. And believe it or not, the talks were mainly focused on how we as pen testers must change and start learning about business. What what we were talking back at Schmucon and kind of bitching about that pen testers should learn, and everybody was booing at us. Yeah. Well, Right now, there's a bunch of people, uh, Liu, Ed Scotus, Jeremiah Grossman, uh, Tim Mooding, a lot of people out there in the community going like, yeah, we need to learn about business. We need to learn how to communicate. Oh, we got to know how to uh, expand our knowledge. We got to train more. We got to be more active in several stuff. We're kind of siloing ourselves. And I'm going like, oh, perfect. That's cool. What, what, what I have been saying for such a long time, finally people start getting, uh, or people start thinking the same way as I do. Uh, also, we uh, there was a mention by, I forget his first name, I, I think his last name was Liu. He was talking about, uh, especially as a pen tester, you've got to focus on skills, you've got to focus on the mindset, and not so much of tools. Uh, a lot of pen testers out there, he was talking about when you're preparing a, a pen test or a pen tester, you're hiring one, and they start going like, what tools do you use or uh, wh what tools can you learn that should be bring red flags to you like, well, does he have the right mindset or he's a tool-focused person? Right. And I remember Jabra talking in one of the panels mentioning, well, what is SQL Map, SQL Ninja failed, so for six hours I coded in Perl made the uh, my own tool that extracted everything from the database. And I'm going like, yeah, that's the attitude we should have. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's the attitude you should have if you have enough time in your scope to actually have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also have the mindset not to focus so much of, oh, core cannot get in. Oh, I'm, I yeah. won't tune it with that exploit. Oh, no, or, no, no. I, I, Metasploit doesn't work. Let me just move on out of this target. Yeah, I, I can definitely say from from past, previous, and current experience that, you know, the Metasploit core canvas auto hack function, uh, it works, but it do, sure as hell doesn't work all the time, and it isn't perfect. And no, uh, a lot I, of stuff are, uh, gets missed. Yeah, yeah, well, even that, I mean, there's a lot of things that are, I don't know how many times some of the uh, 067 uh, vulnerabilities like y you can try it on all of the tools and it won't work and then yeah. you can run it again and it'll work oh yeah <laughs> um you know and that's that's a perfect one because god knows how many people are like 
oh yeah, you've got Slammer or whatever the hell random you know thing that's been updated to use that now. And then they're like, oh, you're fine. And then they get infected two weeks later, and they're like, how come my pen tester didn't find this? Yeah, in, in fact, my presentation was about post exploitation. I, uh, I presented with Paul, and we we're talking about look, guys, there are printers in the network. Did you know that you can do just a uh, postscript command over to the printer? It will hold all the jobs, and you can download all of those documents back to your machine as evidence. And they were going like, uh, no. Well, have you ever looked at printers? You better take a look at them. There's nice shit in there. Yeah. Um, and um, from my side, I cover most of the Windows side. Like going like, guys, I still seeing a lot of people sending me scripts and sending me stuff that are for Windows XP. Everybody still practices and does everything with Windows XP. Well. Windows has changed, and I covered what, what has changed in Windows 7, Windows 2008, Windows 2008 R2, uh, how should we adapt, where we can find nuggets of data. And I started focusing on data, because many times I'm seeing people that say that they are pen testers get into a system and what they want to do, oh, they want to put the core agent so they can mm-hmm. scan other computers and just pivot. Right. And many, and many times I've seen the report and go like, dude, this client has everything in VMware virtualized. You know that the first box you popped was the virtual center? Yeah, it has everything. everything. <laughs> and you were like, uh, no. Yeah, I can tell you spend the other five days trying to brute force other hosts and could they get nowhere, but you own the virtual center because, but because you didn't take the time to find out what was actually running in that freaking box. Right. Right, <laughs> you just wasted an entire week. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And and you know, and I I think even back to the tool thing, I think some people use all of these tools for exploitation, but don't use any of the tools for post exploitation. Right? They're they're not Correct. using any of the tools where you can you know aggregate all of the grep information, or you can use things like spider or something like that to go out and search for a whole bunch of different regexes through windows shares and have it attached to like the main windows share and just go dig for shit for the next five days and you find it for me and i'll go and you know try and <laughs> try and find where humans would store stuff yep in, in, in fact uh i remember seeing a lot of max while i was presenting and was seeing all of those beautiful apple logos and started going like guys you know you have all of you have max do you know that Dave Relic made a, made a tool called Set Search Engine Toolkit that you could actually get a Mac that is fully patched just because it's running Java. Mm-hmm. You can social engineer your target to run and you can get shell on a Mac and everybody just start, all of the guys from government start opening their eyes like, uh, aren't Mac supposed to be secure? Yeah, it's all, ridiculous. All, all of a sudden I went like, you know, you know when I want to find information in your Mac when I get shell? It's simple. MD fine. Does <laughs> right. anybody here know what MD fine is? And nobody knew and told them, well, that is the spotlight service in the Mac that indexes all files, not, not only their names, but the contents but of contents. the files and right. you can put regular expressions on it. Yeah. So that will help you because you will not peg that hard drive or peg the CPU mm-hmm. so you can remain stealthy and, fi- and just do, let's say, the regex for password colon and then you can get all of those nice files that have the passwords inside of them or put a regex for uh, social security numbers, credit cards, and you can get all that info. And You know, a lot of people are focusing on the tools, automation, oh, I want a tool that will get everything for me. Well, dude, you still have to get that data, process that data yourself. You gotta look at it and 
scripts, even though I write a lot, a lot of interpreter scripts, if you look at most of mine, they're enumeration. Yeah. So I can get more data to see what am I going to focus on and also know just my cl- what is important to my client. Right. When we're talking at the social engineering podcast, I was in Costa Rica, and my client over there, their critical system was SAP. <laughs> SAP went down, I think it was $3 million that they were losing per hour because they manufacture a ton, a ton of shit, especially uh, food products. And because of the regulations they have uh, over there from sanity and from the their version of the FDA, if they're not logging the temperatures or logging all of that info that got, comes through their SAP system, they got to throw it away. It's right. the law. Right. And they're throwing away millions of dollars. And the first system we were able to kind of get root access was the SAP system. So huh. that automatically bring all red flags. Okay, you did your job. All your Windows hosts are secure perfectly. All right. of your HPX systems are secure very well. But these two Linux boxes that you did not patch because you thought that Linux was secure, well, it contained the SAP passwords in them for the <laughs> web interface that let me connect back to the SAP systems. Oops. And they were like, oh, but Linux is secure. Uh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> if you don't patch it, it's not. Nothing is secure if you don't patch the damn thing. And yeah. even then, even if you patch it, it's probably still not very secure. <laughs> it's just no one's focused on it yet. Um, oh, dude. Did you saw the email that went to the uh, Metasploit friend, uh, mailing list uh, railgun uh, a module that 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 somebody contributed? Huh? It gives you full access to the Windows 32 API in a target box. What? Yeah, and this really? sucker's only like 300k's. No you shit. Put that in memory in your target, and you can write whatever shit you want. Against wow. the entire full Windows 32 API, I was lo- looking at the code and go like, "Wow, Dude, that's ridiculous!" Yeah, I was going like, "This really came from left field." I never saw the guy post an email asking questions. I started emailing him, and he just said, "Oh, I just wanted to learn Metasploit and wrote this small thing." And go like, "Small thing, motherfucker! <laughs> this is great." Yeah, I made this small thing called the atomic bomb. Don't worry about that. Just, just look uh-huh. over here. So how how are things for you guys? What what, what have you been doing? Good. Uh, you know, we're t- traveling, trying to t- have clothes that are clean versus have United lose our luggage. And um, <laughs> I don't know, well, man. Just doing. You know, uh, I've been doing a lot of that same thing with just testing wise and and kind of going through and not. I don't know. I, I can't say it any other way. Not being stupid, right? Like yeah, like. Looking at a box and getting a shell in a box and going to the folder that says secret shit instead of going <laughs> pivot, go somewhere else. Like, right. like look at like it's my documents and then it says like secret shit oh nine, secret shit one zero, and I'm like, hmm, maybe I should go in there and download that. You yeah, know. In fact, I remember I was chatting with somebody in IRC that was going like, oh, we were were able to get into these boxes, but they had UAC enabled. User access control right. on Windows 7 and Vista. So we couldn't do anything. I was going like, dude, you know that UAC is only to protect the system, not the data? Why were you saying that you could not do nothing on it? <laughs> oh, we tried to write into HKey, local machine, oh, God. Uh, system, current controls that run once, our payload, so it will run every time the machine put it in. They said, said, well, dude, the only thing you got to change is HKey, local machine, to 
age key current user and it will work every time the user logs in. Right. Also, it doesn't protect the user's profile. So you have access to the entire My Documents, their app data folder. Do they have uh, FileZilla installed? I think so. And I send them over a script. Run that. It will get you all of the passwords that, that have been used with FileZilla and the last 10 connections, <laughs> the usernames and passwords. I uh, think you could use that instead of trying to brute force those hashes. Yeah, screw brute forcing. I mean, uh, how many times have you taken boxes just because you can schedule and use scheduler to install your process because it has system privilege? Like, oh, yeah. people forget. Like, they're, they're like, well, I can't ask my privilege. That's fine. Use I, scheduler. I don't think they forgot. I don't think they ever knew. But it's just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, no, it's, we grew up when people were doing this for fun. When, when, like, the point of breaking into the system was seeing what was on there, it wasn't a fucking job. Or, like, rickrolling somebody through their logon script. Like, that's good <laughs> shit, you know? Like, you can't stop that. Yeah, just learning. In fact, I covered PowerShell in my talk, and everybody was going, PowerShell? Why is he talking about PowerShell? PowerShell's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. In fact, one of the things I mentioned is Microsoft, that's, after 2008, that's their new standard for all yeah. of their products. Yep. Exchange, fully PowerShell. You can do more with PowerShell that uh, with the GUI. Windows uh, uh, 2008 R2, by default, installed. Yep. And uh, I know uh, um, Tin Mooding has been working a lot of, on PowerShell stuff. Well, I know. And, they, and it, Dave Relic is going to drop some very nice yeah. O-Day in Th Black Hat. That's, that's what I was going to say for, for his Black Hat PowerShell talk is going to be fucking awesome. Oh yeah, um, I'm, I'm really stoked about people hearing that because they need to. <laughs> oh yeah, in fact, PowerShell is great. In fact, you can write your own tools with Power. In fact, many people go, "Oh, I want to exploit the box and just run stuff on the box and so on." But, dude, if Microsoft is giving you this nice tool set to administer a box, you're like, why? Why you upload more shit? shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I I think it's the. Um, you know, like uh, NL NL test and NTL detect, mm -hmm. and those things that that it can use for LDAP queries. Like, I don't know anyone who normally uses that stuff, and I use that shit all the time. I mean, you query a domain over LDAP, and it allows null binding. Like, you can get absolutely everything from it. You don't need to enumerate boxes to figure out what OS it is. It, LDAP will tell you down to the revision exactly what each one of those is, and all you have to do is hit the domain controller once, and you get to enumerate the whole enterprise. And, and, and this is what we're seeing. A lot of kids nowadays are going like, oh, I want to run a tool. I want to run a tool. Dude, just learn about the fucking OS. Yeah. Learn how it works. Build a, a, a lab. Learn how to administer that lab, how to patch it, how to secure it, how stuff works. Well, I you know, think th that is being lost right now. Well, yeah, I think part of the problem, at least, is these kids are, you know, coming out of college and being hired by people like IBM or some of the bigger companies, which, you know, we've talked about before, underscoped projects, not enough time to fucking do a proper pen test or, you know, two boxes out of an entire class C to actually test. And, and so they're focused on finding vulnerabilities, not finding a way to relate the risk of that system being vulnerable to the business. Mm -hmm. But just find, you know, oh, I did my job, I found a vulnerability. Yeah, they, they go like, oh, we pwned this file server 10 ways to Sunday. And when you go and, and check that file server, that was an FTP only for them putting public uh, advisors to the outside world. And right, like, well, right, and it great. doesn't matter. Congratulations. To Sunday, but there's no shit in it. <laughs> <laughs> so you can now sniff what they publicly release anyway. Yeah, in fact, one of my favorite targets is marketing. 
You know why they t- they, t- they don't like securing their shit? And when you get in, they they have all of this bunch of information that they're trying to figure out very nice and cool names for, and they have all of these R and D data and unsecured systems that you can get to. Why am I gonna fight myself against another techie who knows very well how to secure his system? Why can't just go against Bob for marketing? Oh, my my or favorite sales, salespeople too. Yeah, my, my yeah. favorite in the marketing side is mm-hmm. to find the heuristics of how they release things because marketing people have to be really organized. So they put like uh, needs to be sanitized, totally sanitized, gets to get printed in production. Needs to go through legal. Yeah, and then you get to go into the PDF and you write fuck you in the PDF <laughs> and it goes out and you their business is fucked. They're destroyed. They're, there's no QA after that point. And you put some crazy racial slur or something like that into their marketing materials and you will watch everything in that company collapse instantly. And <laughs> And, and the customer knows that. Like, they know if you show them how the marketing process works because you've defined how, you know, back to what we were talking about, right? The business works. Mm-hmm. And you can actually see that and you can attack the end of that business process. The person will look at you and be like, number one, you're totally crazy. I can't believe you did that. And number two, like, that's the biggest problem we've ever seen. Like, shells totally don't matter because you just put the freaking N word in our marketing material. Yeah, and you know? in fact, I, I, I remember, the other, uh, I think it was last year, there was an RFP that came out, and my sales guy sent me the PDF, oh, Carlos, uh, let's see what we can bid for this RFP, and all of a sudden I said, mm, let me check the metadata of oh, this God. PDF file. Everything was written by an IBM guy. <laughs> Undo changes. <laughs> yeah, I love going, those. Uh, dude, <laughs> I, I think we should not compete here. <laughs> this was written completely by the IBM guys. Well, but that's illegal. Yeah, just keep quiet because we do the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> You're all illegal? What? Really? Uh-huh. Huh. How about that? So We only give them advice. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. It's it's just guidance. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, so so what were your favorite things at that Pentest Summit? Well, in fact, uh, I do have to say that you remember my blog post about uh, teaching old docs new tricks? Yep. I got a lot of flack via email from people pissed because they were saying, oh, a pen tester has to be full technical. They don't have to learn that business shit. Oh, and on the pen test summit, almost everything was, let's look at the business side. Good. Let's, let's learn how to do proper pen tests. And, and it was kind of the focus, like, guys, we're here how to be better pen testers. The first thing we got to know is that we're competing with a bunch of stormtroopers that the only thing they know is how to roll, run automated tools. So we got to show value to the customer. Well, that, right. yeah, that's true. And the, um, the other was uh, some small nuggets of information on the technical side. It was a very great presentation the first day. I forget the name of the gentleman uh, that was talking about how to secure web apps. And, nice. and I know it, it was kind of a bit different because he was talking more about how to secure the customer's environment rather than breaking it. Uh, I remember doing one of the uh, breaks, somebody was mentioning, I didn't like the top because it was all about defense, not attack. And I'm going like, yeah, dude, but you have to, after you break into stuff, you got to write to your client, your report, how are they going to fix that shit? So knowing right. how to secure it is very important. So th- that, that was a nice kind of change knowing cool. how to secure things. Yeah, that's neat. Um, I, I've uh, actually been thinking about putting together a, like a technical talk, which I know is shocking. Um, 
but pu- putting together a tech talk on how to break web app scanners mm-hmm. and just do the whole talk on that because I think that if you can adequately and efficiently break web app scanners, then you can find more people trying to identify vulnerabilities in the application because they're not being identified and the mm-hmm. amount of traffic that they have to send to start figuring out how it gets identified. Um, yep. I, I think it'd be really fun to do just some talks on how to break the tools that we use every day and that most pen testers use to try and see if some of that stuff could get implemented in the clients and start, you know, ca- almost calling out some of those people who are just using tools to go, no, 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 no. I know that vulnerability is there. We just did this and this and change this banner so that your scanner has no idea what the hell it is. And that's why I love F5 appliances. Yeah. Because creating the F5 appliances, iRules. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and many times they work a lot better than an IPS. Yeah. Because you, you, you can just put, hey, everything I'm doing is 486 bytes. Anything <laughs> above 486 yeah. bytes on URL, drop it. In addition, if you start seeing people going after these folders that I do not have, send that traffic to null so my web servers will not take that brunt of that scan and then block that user. And you can do all that ton of shit on the F5s. Why put an IPS in front when an IPS can drop valid traffic and you can get you into tons of trouble for? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was that was one of the things I liked the most about that uh, Forescout box that I came into was uh, it will respond with fake mm-hmm. pages. So it'll inject like an IIS 2000 page on a box that isn't IIS 2000 just because it saw that you were hitting like multiple ports in a row or that you were trying certain things that would be determinant of a scanner. Um, and it would just randomly serve you a page that had all these vulns in it that had nothing to do with it, but it wouldn't sit in line in IP. It would inject into the traffic stream. So you would still see the actual box when you hit it, but you would get all these garbage results once you started sending traffic to it. Oh, in fact, I remember listening to that podcast. Yeah, it was, I, I remember you, you guys were covering something at the beginning that I, I, I almost totaled my car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lesson number one, never listen to yell while driving. <laughs> I think coffee. there needs to be a disclaimer for that one. There's been, oh, a, yeah. there's been a couple of issues like that. One, that. And, and, and what it's called, like, uh, it was screaming at the car. Yeah, that's what you do. You go manual. You, go, you, you, you look for other stuff. That's the way you do it. <laughs> And, and that made you almost wreck, huh? That's awesome. No, it, don't it drive an EO. We're talking uh, uh, something sexual, so, so, some yeah, sexual comments. That all what? of a sudden, I was trying to drink uh, a McDonald's coffee. I, I, I just went up, and all the coffee just went against the windshield. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Shit. Now we're going to get. I got to go to the side and put, put in the blinkers on, trying just to Dude. get this side so I can get to the car, put, get some napkins, and, and clean the window. Dude, you should have sued McDonald's for that shit. You would have been all good. Been like, I didn't realize that your coffee would shoot out of my mouth if it was in my mouth and I opened it. Like, that's <laughs> fucked up. There should be a disclaimer on the and cup. Then, and then McDonald's could sue us. Yeah. <laughs> But they would lose because ours is freedom of speech. Them, it's like a right. problem with their disclaimer. And then on their, now, and then the coffee cup would then say like, "Warning, maybe hot." And you then, may, if you do laugh. not open, do not open mouth while listening to EO. <laughs> oh yeah, you may spill. Oh, yeah. I had dinner with HD uh, yesterday night, and he was telling me that he's gonna have some really nice things to talk about in the B site lives. Oh man, I, I, I'm telling you right now, I I am so like. 
impressed at the level of talks that people have submitted to B-Sides in Vegas. Like, it, they are the coolest talks that I could even think of. Like, I've never seen a conference that has talks like we have coming out. I mean, it's everything from, you know, kits to management talks to, you know, people just kind of giving a, a view who are huge in the industry. I mean, like, you know, somebody like Gene Kim, right? Gene's talking about mobilizing resistance to PCI and why it's bad. And I mean, you know, and, and someone like that giving a talk in that manner is a really, really big deal or, or HD talking about, you know, the, the crazy shit that he's going to talk about because he knows it can be off camera and we can control who's in the room and it's just going to be, it's going to be fun and old school the way we used to do it, which is everybody get in a room, learn about stuff. And as soon as you think something's bullshit, call it out in the middle of the speech and all of a sudden, you know, it goes haywire and that's the way it's supposed to be so it's like a giant in fact that's what he mentioned that he liked the most that it's going to be only a select group of people no cameras he can talk all about this uh exploits and research he's been doing what surprised me is that he got most of that research only a couple of weekends i i I just looked at him and just went like master (laughs) master yes i'm not worthy i'm not worthy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but didn't, didn't he tweet something the other day, a couple maybe last week, about not speaking anymore at at black at big conferences, only speaking at things like B sides and smaller cons. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, yeah. and I, I think that stuff like that's cool, man, because I think people are finally starting to, they're fighting, starting to to buck back a little bit from the corporate con. I mean, I think it it finally got so big and so kind of atrocious that none of us were learning anything. And I think every single one of us know that we go to those to learn something and that for for years and years at most conferences, ha- hallway con has been way more educational and get drinks after con has been way more educational than the actual conference itself. So I'm, I'm just excited that the people who go to B-Sides are bringing the mentality of let's learn it in a group right now instead of having to wait till we're in the hallway later. Yeah, in fact, that's what I liked about the Pentest Summit. It was only like 80, 90 people. That's cool. And I learned so much from people that, that are working with NASA, people that are working at different other companies, people that are working uh, on different federal agencies. And we're going, like, we do patching this way. And then we started just doing kind of a small debate out in the corner, like, what are the best approaches for patching systems? You know, not only talking about penetration testing, but talking about security as a whole about all the, those processes that are very important that kind of get, uh, th- that we don't focus on. In fact, Jabra mentioned something very important. He went like, if I go to a client and I start talking with them and I see that they're already fucked, why right. am I going to do a pen test? Just <laughs> offer them a, an architecture assessment or offer them a vulnerability assessment. Just go there, find all of that stuff help them fix it, help them get their processes in place. And then if they want, after they get their act together, let's do a pen test. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah. In fact, I, I, I heard him say that. Well, like, That's what I call good mentality. Because many times, I, I know pen testing is fun. It's cool. I like do, launching out all day, getting shells. But, dude, at the end of the day, we're providing a service to a customer. Just yep. that simple. We've got to provide value to our customers. Yeah, and if you don't, it doesn't matter how much you, you pay or anything else. It's just not worth it. 
Yeah, and, so. and, and, and now I know how Rafael Lamos felt when he uh, was in your podcast last time. <laughs> because I, I, I was presenting some stuff over there. And then I, I just sat down and here came a bunch of people like, hey, we work where you work. And go like, oh, shit, don't tell legal. <laughs> Please don't tell legal. I'll pay for dinner. I'll buy drinks. I'll put it on my expense account. We should all get those yeah. little. <laughs> we should all get those little flashy things from Men in Black. No, you don't remember. No, think. <laughs> hey, that's what the blue lasers for. You didn't see that. Why? Because you can't see anymore. <laughs> uh, well, cool, man. Um, I, I'm super, super glad th- that you came on, and, and thank you so much for telling us a little bit about the summit and and talking shit. I I always always really value you know your your responses on a lot of the stuff because i think there's there's only a handful of people who kind of get how far the industry has slipped and and i'm really glad that you're kind of you're you're pushing to bring it back so i yeah. i can't thank you enough man oh, no problem my friend in fact uh, i i take a cue from you you, you um i know you uh you talk some shit you talk some other shit and said paul is this paul is that but uh, at the end, I know that's just an act. I, I, I know that at, at the end, we're friends, we're pals, and uh, <clears throat> we're and we also care about, a lot about this industry and the customers. And I, I do have to say, I've learned a lot from your podcast. Oh but Jesus! It, it has some real nice nuggets in it. <laughs> we 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 pepper them in amongst the stripper it, it, jokes and some, everything. Yeah. Else. yeah. Sometimes it takes a while to actually get to those, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, an entire episode to give one. But it's cool. It's there somewhere. In, in fact, I have you guys with my Rodney Carrington collection. I don't know if you know <laughs> that. That's me, Rodney Carrington. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, I I, ha- I have you guys right there with Rodney Carrington. He he just put some good. Uh, nuggets of knowledge into what he puts out in his comedy act, like uh, tips in marriage. Right. Never start any fight with your wife with the phrase "your fucking mother." <laughs> so you're gonna lose. Also, when she comes to you and she says, uh, "We gotta talk," fuck that horse shit. When they say we we gotta talk, that means you sit down and you gotta listen to all the ways you fucked up. You know. Those are great nuggets of knowledge. <coughs> yeah, and if you know, if, if people lived by those, the divorce rate would not be as bad as it is. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I can just imagine my wife going like, "Oh, my husband is sinner." <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know how we feel. Our our girlfriend and wife listen to this, and and they're, they they just look at us the next day. They're like, C- "Come on, you really said that yesterday?" And I'm all, "I I, I uh." So do you want me to cook dinner? <laughs> you know, like I'll make dinner and I'll give you a foot rub. Like I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. It was all for show. I promise. <laughs> but no, uh, my wife doesn't listen to any of the podcasts. That's good. But Shmukam, one of the guys, slipped out one of these stories, and my wife just kept nagging me. What was the story? What was the story? What was the story? Oh, no. I was going, ah, oh, I'm gonna kill them. I'm gonna kill them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I, I have to say, in closing to that, some of it, um, I, I thought it was really funny. The first one of the times where Paul and you and I were together when we had the 303 party next to the podcasters meetup. Mm-hmm. And oh, like yeah. we were all sitting there having a drink, and somebody came over and just like looked at us and was staring. Like, mm-hmm. wait, wait a second. You, you, 
what? Why are you talking to each other? I'm like, no, I love these dudes. They're kick ass. You know, <laughs> like they're fucking cool. Like that's all bullshit. That's just for fun. That's, that's just, just shit talking. Yeah, we talk shit on our friends. We don't talk shit on people we don't like. We fuck them over. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, In fact, I remember uh, I was I had a very nice conversation uh, with your wife. Mm-hmm. She, she, she was looking at all the pictures of my little girl. Yeah. I, I I think probably we'll see a little Chris Nickerson next year. Oh, I I I, I don't know. I I, I mean I I'm not <laughs> gonna lie. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna tomorrow. try every single day for that to happen. <laughs> I mean I might try multiple times a day for that to happen. But oh, the best uh, part is practice. Yeah, practice, I practice, practice. I, That's what I tell my wife. Prom, this is this is something I'm bringing away as education from this podcast that I will tell Jess is that. Carlos told me to practice, so yep. lay down, <laughs> face down. <laughs> wow. Man, and, and to think I'm the quiet guy in the Paula Compact. Uh, that's just that's just because they don't give you, they don't uh, give you uh, enough time. Enough 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 leash to really go where you want to go. <laughs> I remember one of the guys said uh, one of the guys at the IRC once said, Carlos is the Dvorak of the podcast. He's <laughs> always complaining, he's always bitching, he's always mad at something. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go, yeah. <laughs> I've worked 12 hours a day. Stuff yeah. gets to me. <laughs> you know what? You, you deserve to have your venting time. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to – my Eric is going to call in, and uh, he's going to talk about the wonders of uh, Mr. Gregory D. Evans and Legat Security. Mm-hmm. So so I, I'm, I'm sure that will be uh, enlightening. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that's called? Sure as hell will. But all right, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on, brother. I really appreciate it. No problem. I'm glad to glad to be able to participate. All right, bro. We'll yeah, talk to you thanks, soon. Man. Okay, take right. care. See you. Bye. Bye. See, Paul. That was cool. That's what you should let him do. Aww. Oh. <laughs> wow. It's it's the accent. Paul doesn't like the accent. He keeps him on for like the minority piece, but he doesn't actually. Oh, that's his like affirmative action shit. Yeah, because he's to get the extra money from the sponsors. Because it's sponsored. (laughs) If you if you show that it's affirmative action, you gotta have one non-white guy on your show for giving you all this money. Okay, his his wife probably owns the podcast just so they could be like a woman-owned business. (laughs) So they can be. It's like a contract from DOD. He made her like he made her like enroll in the army and pushed her off something. So she's like a disabled veteran-owned business. That's a woman. Like we get all the fucking contracts now. Says <laughs> so, you make it through boot camp. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> Dude, that's an idea. That's fucked. Up. <laughs> hey, you know what? RFP <sighs> hacking is is really truly the way to go. Wow. Um, so um, <laughs> Twitter. And Facebook it's has been ridiculous. going fucking batshit. It's fucking shit. retarded. <laughs> Ever since we started talking. Like, you called him out, and now he's just going batshit. I like that. That um, <clears throat> Yeah. So before... before <laughs> I'm just... I, just yeah. I'm not going to say it. So before, well, before Eric it. calls in, um, Offensive Security is doing a yes. second cyber hacking challenge. And this one's actually for charity. It's called How Strong Is Your Foo for Charity? Um, they're teaming up with the Hacker for Charities guys and, and uh, Black Hat, and their goal is to raise five thousand dollars for Hacking for Charity um, to help them out in the the Africa area. Prizes are uh, first place is Black Hat Vegas conference ticket without travel. Uh, second place gets a uh, CTP online course from Offensive Security, and it's fifty bucks U.S. to register. Register, 
which is how they're all all that stuff goes to the hacking for charities. Um, supposed to happen on June nineteenth and will last for forty eight hours. <laughs> Since this contest is not at all for the pub is not for all of the public, we have sent the noob filter to a retirement facility in the deep south and set up a new level of challenge for you. Contestants will have to ba combat with hardened web applications, fuzz unknown protocols and programs, and write custom exploits. That's pretty fucking cool. Um, so yeah, fifty bucks. Go register. You can register through the. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it goes to hackers for charity. So if you spend the fifty bucks and you log it, you can claim it on your fucking taxes. Yeah. So like. Give $50 and claim that shit on your taxes. Like, even if you don't make a lot of money, you get it back. Yeah, because if we don't help the African people over there, then we don't get the spam from Nigerians anymore. And and then... And then what's the point of the fucking internet then? Then all you got left is porn. Porn and, and oil spills, Viagra, which are pretty close to the same <laughs> thing because it's an oil that's spilled on your keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what... No, I'm not going there. <laughs> Stop! I'm stopping. That just, I'm just, I'm just ending I'm this ending one. Ending that one right now. It's all reset. Oh, Finn. Oh no, it's over now. Yeah. So go register. You can find uh, the all the information on the uh, offensivesecurity.com website. <clears throat> who who was it that called in? Martin Fisher. Martin Fisher. Who is Martin Fisher? Oh, he just. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> Legat gang bang. Woo! Get uh, it. The fucker won't call in. <laughs> I know. I wish he would. I mean, I'd love to. Uh, honestly, honestly, I, I, I like I'd like to hear his side. I really would. I would like to give him maybe five minutes to hear his side. Okay. Well, according to his Facebook, he's written eight books. I can only find five. He's rewritten eight books. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was, <laughs> hey, just because he used a couple of Google searches and copied and pasted a bunch of books together doesn't make it plagiarism. Dude, uh, Bioshadow, oh my God. <laughs> Bioshadow goes, how many of you want to know Kevin Mitnick? He was quoting Legat. Oh, he goes, yeah, the I only time that. I want to see Mitnick is when Indy 303 and him go at it at the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the security justice guys. Yeah. Did you listen to episode 25? Uh, it was uh, with Raffle. Oh yeah, it was actually really, really good. They had some, they had a whole bunch of interesting topics. Raffle, he went off on fucking cool. web app stuff and flash shit and marketing people and and stuff. Where security it was actually really good, it relatively thought provoking. As much as you know, fucking raffle can be thought provoking sometimes. <laughs> um, hey, but yeah, he was talking about, and I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> God. Bum, bum, I, bum, I had a point. I had a point. Like I had a point. And I refreshed Twitter. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> refresh. Do, 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 do. Come on. Hello. Yeah. What's up, dude? Is this, yeah, what's is, up? Is this sexy InfoSec Mafia? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. It is. Uh, what's going on, man? Uh, not much. Working? Drinking? You, working? You, you enjoying this... Uh, uh, how do we call it? Destruction. This this this, this uh, storm of marketing. <laughs> I have taken it upon myself to, <laughs> to cleanse Atlanta of all its problems. <laughs> well, you're only like five miles away from him, right? Yeah, five miles from his office, if it even exists. I, I'm I actually go by there and do You a know what? I bet it's a fuck. I got twenty bucks. Do a, a little PO office. A PO box. Do a little passive testing. 
A little, uh, a little, a little passive analysis. I bet it's a fucking <laughs> P.O. box. <laughs> wow. That's a, so, so what the fuck? I this mean, guy's a fucktard. I, I've never <laughs> seen anybody piss off the InfoSec community <laughs> so fast. It's a joke. He's he's like he's like the slap chop of InfoSec. He's like <laughs> no! no wait you cut no! out sucks. Wait come so on you, you said you said the slap chop right wait, now. Wait stop stop. Got, no Eric and I can hack your computer. Really? Hold, hold, all right. You, you, okay, Eric. I will give you all my email addresses. I, I know you're very, you're very excited about this. You're very energetic, but you're talking so loud and so forceful over Skype that you're actually blowing out something on the speaker. Legat apparently it's has this. plugs into Skype in order to cleanse himself of the liable that you are it's slinging. It's this badass laptop that we have. It's the <laughs> it's the Ligat Echelon. It's it, filtering out all maybe, the bad words. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's the like six VMs that you have running and everything else. <laughs> and the, I'm still I'm the, still idle. The shit that you're downloading. Like stop downloading <laughs> shit. My, my pipe is clean just for this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Free target. So yeah, Legat. He's fucking awesome. <laughs> so, okay, he said. Okay, I was looking into him a little bit, and I'm, I know you've had a lot more of looking into him already done. Have you been able to find these eight books he quote unquote wrote? Apparently, they're like on Amazon. Well, I can only find five of them on Amazon. It's so. Tell me, you saw like the whole plagiarism write up by uh, Ben Rothke? Uh, no, was I. Is that didn't. the one that was on? Is that the one on attrition? CSO. Oh, attrition. Or? Yeah, attrition's got everything up there. Okay. Well, I so thought I, was talking, I, did. I was talking to Jericho the other night, and uh, I was giving him some more info to put up there. And uh, Ben Rothke, like, there's this badass tool called um, the hell is it? It's like Authenticate or something. But you can actually run a book through it, and it'll oh, find yeah. all the references online to what's been stolen. So okay. Ben ran it through that tool and found like it's like some chapters have like 95% plagiarism. From other sources, yeah, it's horrible. On top of it, like all the tweets that he was doing about how to be a hacker, I'm yeah, teaching step by step. That was all ripped off from other sites. It's the he's a fraud. Maybe. And then the most recent thing that came out, which was awesome, was he put that he's in charge of secu- of cybersecurity for the Atlanta Hawks and the Thrashers and Phillips Arena. Yeah, I saw so that. someone called Phillips and they were like, "No, never done any work with him." it's horrible he's like he's like the mako of infosec he's like ah you need a paint job 99 dollars. i give you a paint job yeah it it is it's authenticate i-t-h-e-n-t-i-c-a-t-e and um there's a checker from i paradigms is where that came from and it was on the 365rsaconference.com blogs uh is where where that article came from and it's yeah it's just awesome. I mean, it it's great. It's I I have to give props though. I mean, uh, attrition is doing a good job of uh, uh, let's see, covering it, of co- covering covering the fraudulent event and activities. Um, but in Dante's into it, he's Dante's, off. Dante's like fuck that dude. He's I'll like, take him. Fuck on. that guy. I'm a better hacker than he is. I can. Well, I, I can use fast track. And, you know, and, like. and Dante doesn't like black people either. So, 
Yeah, he, he put out a pretty <clears throat> bold statement today. He's like, uh, I'm I the best hacker. That. If anyone's better than me, stand up. I saw like, really? that. I saw that. I think, you know, uh, so I think someone popped his, what, either his Facebook account or his Twitter account because they're synced. So whatever one gets, the other one, the other one pro- propagates. So I think someone either propped his Facebook or his Twitter account. Right. Probably. Because well, some of the shit, like, right now, it's like, if you want to know in oh how to check someone voicemail, let me know. <laughs> no, that's just how he talks. <laughs> that's because he's from Atlanta. <laughs> that's why. That, that's, that's what that one is. So, Yo, I'm the number one hustler. Yeah. You, you were talking earlier, Chris, about how he should, like, if he donated 25 cents to Exotic Liability, oh, we'd yeah. give him an entire hour. Absolutely. I think we should tell him, what, 25 cents worth of shares in Legat, because that would give us like the whole fucking company. Actually, you know that's a, that's an interesting <laughs> I idea. Should, like, I wonder if math. we could buy it and fire him. <laughs> well, there's nine, there's nine and a half million shares, and supposedly they're valued at point zero 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 one per one hundred. I bet we could buy majority like ownership for in like the company nine for grand. like ten grand. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that would be the best. We could buy fifty one percent and we could put him through the fucking ringer. <laughs> we could we I mean, seriously, we could make him do great shit all day long. It'd be like a little puppet show and we could stream it on the internet and charge people five bucks a day just to watch him act like a fucking retard and be like, I'm sorry. And then your donate, whole life is on the internet now, motherfucker. Donate it all to fucking EFF. Yeah, every single piece of it. We'll split it in half, EFF and Hacking for Charity. Fuck that. We'll donate the company to DEFF. <laughs> be like, you own this shit now. This is yours. And they'd be like, we don't want it. It's too much of a liability. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty bad when we're saying something's a bad, too much of a liability. <laughs> I know. Like, oh, it's dude. sad. It's sad this can even... The, the sad part is the media has brought so much attention to it that... People, the, the problem with this is, right, is there are a lot of people out there that don't know, that are following it, and they're being misled that, oh, you know, this guy's actually got some knowledge or some skill, or he's going to teach me something. And those people are the ones that are reading this book and buying it, and they're misled. And it's horrible. Dude, Jack Mano uh, just, uh, just posted a picture of a response on Facebook from Gregory Evans saying, suck major dick, I have your IP address, bitch. Now let's see what you're really about, question mark. <laughs> now let's see what you're really about, question mark. Like, what's the question? <laughs> Seriously, like, English, motherfucker, do you speak it? No, like, they don't speak English in Atlanta. In Atlanta, that's true. Yeah, so it's not that part of Atlanta. <laughs> There's currently 303 my, my, people. My favorite is the uh, Am I Hack Proof service that they offer. I saw that. Oh, I had it done. So there were a couple <laughs> people that actually had it, had it run against a dead IP, and they told them they had vulnerabilities. So I stood up an IP and or stuff a box that had some vulnerabilities and uh, and ran it. <laughs> XP service back one. It, it basically the vulnerabilities were the number of ports that were open. So to read the results, you got to pay twenty nine ninety five. So back to the old slap chop. By now, I'll fucking throw in a report. By now, by now, and wait, there's more. It's the old right. fucking Ron Popeil style. And but wait, it's like the people find there's thing, more, right? Look we at this found, knife. We can cut a can. Eight million people with that name, and if you want their address, it's going to cost you nineteen ninety five. But wait, <laughs> and if you, there's more, and then if you want, if you want their criminal history and all that other crap, it's going to cost you an additional twenty six dollars. Dude, he just yeah. he just tweet he just put something on Facebook that said, "Let's make this easy. Put your money where your mouth I is. I'll that. put up one million dollars in cash to your one million dollars in cash. Motherfucker, you ain't got one million dollars in cash." 
But is it, if you're better than me, winning proceeds will go to charity. If you're a real hacker like Albert Gonzalez, <laughs> punk motherfucker, you should have a million buried in your backyard. First off, Mr. Evans, he stole credit cards. All right. I don't know if you know this, but credit cards don't actually have cash. Like, like it's electronic, you know. So, like, if you have a bunch of credit card numbers on a fucking text file that you printed out and bury it in your backyard, that is not one million dollars cash. And I'm positive old Albert does not have one million dollars in cash buried in his fucking backyard. He, I mean, it's, he's using it to buy fucking cigarettes and stop him getting ass pounded by fucking Louie. You know. Wow. I mean. Look at those pretty braids he has. You know, I mean, what a fucking retard. These people. Guys, that's I, a joke. I think I think that that the the thing with this legat is is about marketing, right? Like it obviously is about marketing. Well, yeah, I mean, he's he's trolling. He's got to be. Well, but he's like he's like trolling the worst way ever. Because somebody's going to get dirty and fuck him and just be like, here you go, bro. Like, you asked for this, and they're going to have enough money to pay for the legal deal. Because, yeah. frankly, he can't fight in court because I know he doesn't have enough money. Like, trust me, I know. He doesn't. So, like, I can fight him in court. I just don't have the time. Like, I got a fucking book to write. I got other shit. I mean, hey, I... You don't have to write the book. You can I, just Google... I can't because no one wrote a book that I'm fucking just, writing, so I can't copy okay. and paste it. Well, I mean, I mean, just, I mean come on, that's man. What he sucks. wrote memoirs of a high-tech hustler. High-tech hustler. I don't think anybody wrote a book like that. Pimp. He had to do some Pimp. serious Pimp. cut and pasting to fucking do The only that. reason I call you bitch is because I don't know your name. Cut and pasting. I mean, it's not because I don't disrespect you. It's because I don't know your goddamn Gotta name. Go that's why I call you bitch. rap song lyrics. Cut and paste that there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He actually just took a bunch of rap song grill. lyrics and did a find and replace and replace like gat with keyboard. <laughs> Dude, you know what we should do? We should get Jason of Beverly Hills to make a gun in diamonds yeah. and make it red, white, and blue like the French flag and it'll be like <laughs> Le Gat. <laughs> and we can rock that shit everywhere. Bro, That's we could awesome. rock that all over the place. We get big old fucking guns, be like, Legat, motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> I, I represent Legat. I did find it pretty amusing that as you go, th- when, you, when you look f- uh, for Gregory D. Evans on Amazon, you get, you know, the high tech hustler scrapbook and all his other books. And then at the very bottom, it's like sponsored links. The very second one. The truth about Legat. Criminal convictions, plagiarism, and stock market manipulation. www.attrition.org. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I didn't realize Attrition was a sponsored link <laughs> fucking Amazon, but it's there. Dude, hats off to Attrition. They've been just posting everything on there. I mean, they're, the entire errata about them is, is ridiculous. Well, and, you know, Jericho's done this with people in the past, like Carolyn Manel and whatnot, but maybe that's the maybe that's what it is. Jer- Jericho had it's a Carolyn. big... <laughs> Carolyn had a fucking sex change and skin operation, and now she's a black man. Yeah, she did the old he re- showed up reverse same, Michael Jackson. He showed up around the same time she fucking disappeared. Uh, <laughs> she shaved her head, fucking got a dick. She, I might, have, she might have already yeah. had one. Yeah, that's what I was... I'm not going to say, but I'll... I'll yeah, say I'll, it. Here's my head nodding. <laughs> yep, there you go. Hmm... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we maybe we should start digging into his medical records. Wow, I'm not gonna. 
I'm not encouraging that type of illegal activity. I'm just saying maybe. Yeah, I'm just saying maybe the more you dig, the more AIDS you'll get. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I oh, I got so many things for that. And I, can't I got say I got them any all. of them. Why? Because <laughs> they're so wrong. Because they're not wrong. They're so right. many bad ideas just came to mind. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. So Next so, topic. what else? What else is going on other than fucking horrible people like that misleading the world in order to capitalize on people's lack of knowledge and security? Well, since we're on that topic, why don't we talk about the uh, Metasploit Core Canvas Bake Off by Noobs and Hack Miami? Oh, that didn't turn out well at all, did it? I like that. Yeah, that was kind of. That's a good one we should touch on because uh, that was kind of horseshit. We're huge advocates of all of them. But uh, I think the the testing was a little skewed. Um, obviously, if you're going to test the tools, be knowledgeable of the tools so you can give it a fair run. And my idea on it is it's kind of like putting someone with a learner's permit behind the steering wheel of a crane operator. It's like, hey, here, go test it. Bam, I just knocked a building over. Oh, fuck. They're like, bam, told you. I told, I told you I could knock a building over. See? Right. <laughs> So my thoughts on it are, you know, the point-and-click rapid exploitation works great, and it gives you an idea of what the tool can do in a very quick time, as we all know. But to understand what the benefits are to the tools, you've got to understand the tools themselves, and it looks like they didn't understand how to do some of the things that Core can provide, Yep. like the pivoting, the persistent agents, the client side attacks, the web, you know, the web attacks, all those different things that didn't get tested properly. And I think their scoring was a little skewed because they didn't understand the functionality they had in front of them. So the testing was kind of, you know, limited and the results obviously showed that. Yep. No, and you know, I I think that that's <clears throat> that's something to be said about all bake-offs, right? And and all product reviews and all marketing bullshit. I mean, dude, you know firsthand how that works. I mean, you you got to see, oh fucking the tip, beat people's face in. Oh, I loved watching him do that. Beat people's face in because they did not have the ability to test something in an empirical manner. And yep. everyone will get tested exactly the same. And and I think that that's the biggest problem in testing and marketing and everything else is that. No one tests people the same. They don't go, all right, well, we only have this license and this license and this license, so the lowest common denominator is two hosts. Go. You know, like, like they always want to add something else into it. And, and you know, frankly, I, I think it's kind of ridiculous. You know, like, you look at the amount of aux modules that Metasploit has, and there's a fuck, that's where the real power of Metasploit is, right, is all these badass aux modules. And you look at, you know, Core, right? And it has all of these really, really slick things that you can do with the agent in pivoting and things like that and, and how it integrates back to its reporting and, and some of the just survivability of it and how it works. So you look to, you know, Canvas to see how that MOSTEF interpreter actually works and the amount of ODE that comes out into Canvas. And I think that all of those have their place. But when you test something like shit, and you set up an environment like shit, and you don't make the playing field even for everyone so you can get a real test, like, what are you doing? You're just making a fucking marketing ad, right? Exactly. I mean, one of the things they said was 
we can't reach some of the boxes in our test environment because our license doesn't allow that IP space. <laughs> right. So, so that's, how's that fair? That's a negative issue for because they didn't fucking get their license set up properly for this test. Right. Or hey, go re-IP the environment real quick. You guys are, you know, IT guys. You can't re-IP some boxes real quick. It's VMs. Yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous that 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 you know those tests occur and then it sucks because it tricks the public into thinking like that's the deal it's it's fucking gartner all over again right like i don't know how many times gartner puts shit in the magic quadrant because somebody paid him 500 grand to put that shit in the magic quadrant like the product right. might suck shit but because gartner put it out there everybody goes oh it's an empirical test like I swear, I think that the only like decent testing lab left, aside from just shops that were looking at it themselves, is probably NSS, because they're yeah. they're the only people who are going to go. All right, you know, like you look at their IDS, right? And you look at their IDS test. You know, one of the top ranked Gartner badasses scored eighteen percent in their test, eighteen fucking percent, and they're like one of the most widely deployed IDS IPSs on the market. Why? Why? Like, why? Why is that even the case? Even if you ran a sh- a test shitty, shouldn't the best one at least perform better than fifty percent? Apparently not. You would think. I I just I, I think that there's so much marketing. Fifty percent costs a million dollars, not just half a million. Right. Exactly. That was the problem. That's fucking bullshit. This fucking industry, and all the stupid marketing shit. The fucking legats of the world. The fucking Bake off bullshitters of the world. I mean, please, please, think, please you know, tell me, you know tell I me think... one person that uses Acunetics and loves <laughs> it and thinks it's the shit. <laughs> I, I can't. Come I, on, I, tell me one. I, tell I, me I one fucking right. person that's like the Acunetics right. is the fucking bomb. I can't tell you a single one because I use it every day and it's the shit and everything else is bullshit. I'm sure there are people out there. I've never heard anyone say that. Right. So yet what the fucking Bake Off was like Acunetics is fucking tight. Like what? Really? I remember we did we messed with it at one point. I think it was it's kinda, fucking ghetto. That was pretty garbage. Like, oh, you gotta install the AWS module on the back end in order to have it work, like at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, hey, give me admin on the web server so that I can parse all the vulnerabilities of your yeah, application. Because that's gonna work well. Like, come on, what the fuck? I just, uh. You mean you're not supposed to do that? <laughs> no, fuck. No. What's the password? Well, that was one of the issues, right? You know, they they ding core for being expensive. Well, what kind of value are you trying to get out of the tool? Right. Are you trying to get something that's free as you know a, a hacker that's not buying some you know a tool for internal testing initiatives, or you know what's the purpose of, of what you're looking at these tools for? Well, you can buy a cheap well, hooker and you go home with fucking AIDS, well, but you I, still fuck right. something. Wow. Or <laughs> thank you. Not taking anything away from <laughs> nice that metaphor. Great. We all love it, but at least give it a fair bake off. Well, no, dude, but so yeah. my my question is: Has has Rapid Seven set a price yet for its commercial version of of Metasploit? Yeah, it's three grand. Is it three grand? Yeah. Okay. Is that going to change once they start doing? I, I honestly see Metasploit Supposedly going the way of Nessus. Supposedly, there's a pro version coming out. There's like, a pro. Nobody knows what the added benefits <clears throat> are. I don't think. Okay. So at some point, Metasploit might be more expensive than Core, and Core has what? Light version or whatever the fuck that thing's called. The client they take they took all the client side shit out. 
Well, no, I think, oh yeah, that one's not good. No, yeah, it's, I mean, no, it's they, garbage. But they, I mean, if you're gonna go by they, price, they, listen, they they completely went away from that model because they good. realized no one got fucking value from it. Well, no, right, right. So they're going the enterprise model for vulnerability validation, which I can understand because. You know, that's that's what a lot of those tools are going to be used for, right? They're no replacement at all for a, you know, general pen tester. Even, even a decent pen tester, they're no replacement for. But they're great for vulnerability validation of things that you already know that you can import from your scanner that they have attacks for. Like, that's yeah, and isn't, isn't that the same thing that Express is doing where it'll show you that shells could be exploited, but you have to go back and set the listeners up? Right. Right. Ex- no, exactly right. So... So, you know, I think that 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 really goes to show, I mean, you know, okay, fine. I ran Express and it said that I could set up a shell. Did it? Like, did my session pop up on the screen? Can I, can I browse files on that box? Can I, can I run regexes against the defined sensitive data? Oh, no, well, then you have to run Metasploit and actually pop it individually and get a shell. Well, like, how the fuck is that an exploitation framework? Like, you know, I, considering, considering why not just price? use fucking Fast Track? I mean, really? Right. Like, Dave's stuff is the shit. You know, like, why not just use that? Considering the price points of of where Rapid7 is with their different deployments, because we've looked at it, we've priced it, I I can't see the integration and some of the other things that may be happening with Rapid7 in the future with the price staying the same. Maybe it will. We'll see. I don't know. Well, regardless, I mean, what do you, you mean? Know, you I'm, mean I'm them sorry. buying W3AF? Is that what you're trying yeah. to say? <laughs> yeah. Because I called that a while ago, and since no one's responding, I will say it again. Rapid Seven bought, bought W3AF, and if 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 you're from Rapid Seven and want to tell me I'm wrong, please tell me I'm wrong publicly because I won't believe you otherwise. And then when it happens and the release comes out, I'll be the one in the fucking you know I'll be the fat guy in the fucking party hat in the back just waving and laughing. Come on, you're not. <laughs> I'll get fat for it. I'll get. I'll get. I'll get fucking huge just for that. That's awesome. You heard that, right, Eric? Yeah. I don't care. I'll go pull a fucking Gregory Evans on that shit. I get in it. You steal hubcaps? <laughs> steal hubcaps in Atlanta? I'm a pimp. Oh, your hubcap has a vulnerability. It ain't screwed down. I'm gonna get that. It's on clips. I got them clips. Oh yeah. Yeah, best they hacker in the world. Him. They spin it. They spin it. Look at them spin. So I, I got a plastic. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's why his stock's only worth point zero 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 one. Yeah, so high end. Yeah, back to Gregory Evans for a minute. How the hell? Do you, have stock, you know, educate me the on educate me on this for a minute. How do you have stocks and you're sharing those stocks or you're selling those stocks if you're an LLC? No, you can't. An LLC so is not the, a stock-based company. Stock it's a pink sheet. Pink sheet. All right, so pink sheet stocks that are off market can still be bought and sold. Okay, so we can buy, but uh, but you can't have stock if you're an LLC. Can you? Yeah. I didn't think you could. I don't know. That's the point of having know, an LLC that. is it's a it's limited liability. It's it's a handful of owners at most, and it's a well, I don't know. Hey, I told them I would bring a million dollars in cash to DefCon because uh, I have yeah. it liquid. So fucking come that. get it, get it. <laughs> Get it? I suck as a hacker, and I'll fucking throw your I face. S- down. I still think. I still think his account got popped. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I just based on the way he was twittering, and all of a sudden, like, ah! it's like you know, social puking on. I don't know the internet. He he might have realized that 
by doing something inflammatory, he'll have that many more people talking about him, which is, I guarantee you, his followers are going up right now. Because there's people in the security community that want to see the next dumb shit that that fucking retard says. And he's getting free marketing. Oh, easily. And then on top of it, he's got, you know, all this other media. Like tomorrow, he's supposed to be on Fox 5 Atlanta at 9 a.m. You should go down that motherfucker. Go there. shit out of Fox 5 Atlanta all day. I emailed him. I emailed 11 Alive last week. You should just go down. Fucking press release on there. I'm like, look, if you're going to at least bring the limelight to someone, do your homework first. Understand what kind of fraud and fucking dumbass you're putting in the light (laughs) that supposedly knows his shit and is speaking badly about an industry that we all respect. You know, he's a bad example. I I said this to Jess today. How does he really feel about this? Because I'm not thinking Eric's all that upset. No, he's not really. (laughs) But no, I, I said this to Jess today when we were talking about it like this morning. Like, the thing that bothers me the most is I know how hard motherfuckers work in this industry. And and I know that a lot of other people don't see that, but I can watch how people's lives and relationships have been torn apart because of how fucking much they commit themselves to this industry. And to have a shitbag like that go out and say that they're number one and they do this and they do that is just disrespectful to the amount of pain and the amount of effort that a lot of these people that I've seen that I look up to in this industry have gone through. And I think that that's the disgusting part. That's the part that pisses me off more than anything is that I see people killing themselves every fucking day and and this piece of garbage puts not even a tenth of the amount of effort as they put in. And that, and that just, it kills me. It just drives me crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. You, you look at anyone that's anyone in this industry, whether it's guys that are dropping O-days left and right or guys that have been doing consulting for a long time and do a phenomenal service for their clients, whatever you may be in that spectrum. You ask any of those people that are someone that know what the hell they're doing, they're not going to say they're an expert because you can't be an expert at this. There's no way possible. You could spend every day just focusing on Adobe exploits and you're still not going to be an exploit or an expert. expert. So to call yourself an expert at anything in this industry, you're you're making yourself, you know, you're setting up for failure anyway. My Eric, you remember when we all work, when we all still work together with, with you know, me, you, Chris, Luke, and we get those resumes like expert in Red Hat Linux. Right. Oh yeah. And then Rich would be like, okay, and he'd ask him like the basic. He's like, so what? How do you do this? And he's like, uh, yeah. See, problem I have with the word expert is you can't even tell me how to fucking use that command. Don't type, man. I can hear you typing, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I always like getting the resumes that say expert at pen testing. Like, really? Okay. That's like an immediate throwaway. Yeah. I, I can understand that you want your resume to stand out, but don't use the word expert ever right. in anything. Because I don't care hey. if you spent your entire life focusing on this 15 lines of Adobe code that you just keep figuring out a way to exploit over and over and over and over again. There is somebody who has a new way that you didn't know. Right. Yeah, I mean, use use proficient, use well seasoned. You know, something other than I am fucking god. Not a bitch. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna start putting that on my fucking resume. Not a bitch in these topics. I want to see that. I want to see Chris Nickerson is not a bitch. (laughs) That that should just be your resume right there. (laughs) I think that's the new the new Lares corporate pro corporate bio on Chris Nickerson. Chris Nickerson is not a bitch. That's, not a bad idea. that's my speaker bio. Chris Nickerson is not a bitch. Click. Lars, <laughs> we're not bitches. 
I'm you gonna can submit have, that as my have, speaker bio to the next like couple a, places. <laughs> Good thing is, it, it's not a bitch. You should a, put a hyperlink in fucking the word bitch to like some website that roots the machine if anyone reads your bio. <laughs> Dude, I'm putting that shit in my next speech on the fucking about slide because we're not bitches. Eric Good. Smith said, "Because I am not a bitch." <laughs> And I don't mean bitch as a gender term. I mean bitch as a state of mind. As a verb. As, as a an adjective. Verb. It is describing I mean, how I, mean I feel bitch about in myself. A pulp fiction kind of way. In that kind of bitch be cool type way. You know, like, it's all right. Does Chris Nickerson look like a bitch? Yeah. Why you got to treat him like a bitch? Why are you trying to fuck him like one? Why? That's the wall with bad motherfucker. Time. Say what one more time. Say what one more time. Say what again. All right. <laughs> all right. I'm all, okay. All right. All right. All right. We're back. And so, <clears throat> so I have to I have to throw this out there really quick. Uh, Kaz yeah. had a quote on his on his Twitter feed that I thought was like perfect for the entire week. Quote, I disagree with this wiki. End quote. Dot, dot, dot. Open quote. Not anymore. Close quote. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, um, can I, can I, can I explain something really quick without being, um, completely ridiculed? Sure. All right. Can we have so, to, so we have to wait till after? Yeah, just after. Okay. So on Facebook, the ads on the right hand side of Facebook uses like AdWords type yeah. functionality. Yeah. So if you go to Legat's Facebook page. Yeah, I was just looking at it. The first ad says, hey, poker face. Okay. The second ad, hold on, this is this is the best thing ever. I mean, really, to me, it's the best thing ever. The second ad says, Ascended Master Teachings. Teachings of the Ascended Masters is given through their anointed representatives. Now, the third one, which I believe is the most quality thing that I've ever heard. The third ad says, Stop the Brown Bailout. <laughs> say no to bailout, say yes to competition and air safety. Say no to Prince. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't you can't even write that shit <laughs> like you can't I can't even make shit like that up because I'm not that's smart okay. enough you want to know what mine <laughs> so here's a th- oh, fuck, I'm dying <laughs> it's okay you got those no. <laughs> I got three different ones on mine would you choose but my favorite is the middle one yeah. the top one's like engagement and galore I don't know why that popped up other than it's like Denver <laughs> Merchandise Bag Mart it. the second one <laughs> BS Cybersecurity. <laughs> <laughs> Online BS cybersecurity. <laughs> oh Jesus, that's great! I love it. Dude, the funny—I swear—the the last two weeks have been the greatest comedy. Like waking up every day and just checking the Legat channel on Twitter. It's hilarious. There's been so many fucking funny quotes. It's Ugh. like that's been my humor for the last two weeks. Like, all right, do a little reporting, take a break, read the channel. All right, do some more reporting, do some pen testing. Ah, oh, read the channel. It's been great. So, you know, it's like to, to be fair, I know I've heard this guy's name like for the last few years. This I know everyone's just starting to suddenly pay attention to him. Well, you and I talked about it like near the first no, fifth even, episode. Even, talk, be, even before that, oh, I, I remember him popping up on like random fucking news channels. I think he was on, I think I popped, caught him on CNN like for 10 seconds talking about some bullshit. Um, Motherfucker, I got this. I scan a, a, I say a goddamn <laughs> network. I know I'm a, I'm best hacking in the, the whole damn world. I I type like a butterfly. I'll sting like a goddamn motherfucking something else. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. What the fuck? Stupid fuck. 
I bet. <laughs> stupid, stupid fuck. I'm sorry. It's probably a good idea that he's not on this one. I, <laughs> I think you were right when you said if he calls in, we're going what, to jail. What, because the fucking NAACP <laughs> would call us? That's not right. <laughs> you can't say the N-bomb. <laughs> no, I don't mean it as a racial slur. I mean, like, my friend. Like, you know, and I, it's I just, didn't just say, a short way to I say it. I said nigga. I used uh. I said the uh sound at the end. Uh, yeah, I had the uh at the end. That that was like my favorite with, uh, fuck, who said that? I think it was Louis C.K. was talking about the N-word. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. and he's all, he's all, I hate it when people say the fucking N-word. And, and he's like, no, not the word itself, but when people say, the quote, N-word. the N-word, <laughs> because it makes me say it in my fucking head, and then I'm responsible for that shit. You know, that's bullshit. Fuck them. Take your own shit. You know, say it yourself. I'm taking it back. <laughs> uh, all right. I need to go pick up Jess. Okay. I need another drink. All right. Get you a drink. <laughs> I'm going to pick up Jess. Thank you guys for listening. See you guys later. Later. Bye. Bye. And now a word from our sponsor. I'm awesome. No, you're not. Hey, this is Rap for Security Justice. And if it's written in Flash, you better believe I'm paying in cash. Ready, begin. Fire. Do more 
Thank <laughs> you.